Warning, the Stone Age Gamer includes a lot of bad language. Cover your mother ears. Good evening and welcome to the Stone Age Gamer Podcast. I am Chris Randazzo and joining me tonight is creepy prosthetic arm Dan Ryan. Yes. <laughs> it's mania! What does that mean? Dan's going to tell you in a bit, because he prepared this episode while I played Tears of the Kingdom. How Just how sexy is Big Sexy Ganondorf? I hope you're prepared for Suavemente, because the Stone Age Gamer podcast starts now. For what? Suavemente. What is a Suavemente? Suavemente. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is episode 463. It is the week of May 19th, 2023, and Dan, I need to talk to you about how freaking good Advance Wars is. Oh, not <laughs> what I was expecting to hear from you. Lay it on me. I fucking it's love so this game. Good. I fucking love it. I think about it all the time. It's such I got, a good game. So I've I've really got my feet underneath me now. Like I'm really okay. kind of understanding the game way way better. And it was like a couple of days without losing anything. Um, and you know, obviously I lost a lot of troops because that's the way the game sure. works. But without yeah, but losing any battles, yeah. And the lowest ranking I'm getting is like B's still. But I'm, I've got a couple of A's right? and one or two S's. You know, I'm I'm doing well. Uh, I got to Sonia. Yeah. And I aced her first test, right? The first test against uh Max. Yeah. Where um and like I never use him because like his perk is just not my strong suit. No mm-hmm. pun intended. Um mm-hmm. but holy crap, I was so thoroughly stuck. She destroyed me on uh what's the girl's <laughs> name's mission? Um Max Sammy? Andy Sammy, that's it. Yeah. Sammy's mission. I couldn't figure it out. I lost that five solid times. Wow. It was hours and hours just going through. Like, I can't figure out. I have no idea how I'm supposed to beat this. Like, she's just got me. She starts off with way more bases and Mm -hmm. fog of war is everywhere. I can't see anything. Just completely fucking wrecked me over and over again. I kept coming up with different tactics. Like, well, what if I focus all my attention on this island? Or what if I split here and here? What if I go over to this beach? And like, every time I'd start over with like a new plan, be like, all right. I've got this. I'm going to figure this shit out. And nothing was working. So I slept on it. And I finally figured that shit out. I fi- See, I wasn't getting submarines. I wasn't getting mm-hmm. the, the use of subs and, and like the battleships. I just wasn't understanding the use. Because every time I'd play it, I'd immediately start working on getting the, uh, the, uh, the, the bases. Because that's how you win. You had to get to the first one to get to 16 wins. So like, well, I have to get this started. Because if that bottom uh, island if i don't block that bridge she just floods it and then i'll never yeah. capture those bases and my problem was is that i couldn't see any like, new things were there but i couldn't see any of them to attack and every time i would do anything like the first thing she'd do is just destroy my submarines because they're fragile as hell right mm-hmm. so what i figured out was to just start using them and hide them in the middle. There's a river that ran through the middle, and that just yep. cleared up the whole screen. I was like, that opens up the fog of war, and then I fucked up her missiles, and I was like, boom, it all fell into place. Like, oh, it's wonderful. I fucking love this game. <laughs> I told you you would, man. Like, 
I know, I know all of like the trepidation you had with like, oh, but it's a tactics game, but like, and it is, but it's so much more than that. It's so it's much more freaking than that. Me it's out so because clever. Right now, I'm playing that, and as of today, Tears of the Kingdom. And those are two genres that aren't for me tactics right. and open world. But this Nintendo lens they put them through makes them work for me. I swear to God, I just I think about Advance Wars all day long. All the time. I just feel like, yeah, I can't wait to, as soon as we're done watching TV at night, and like instead of watching something else short, I'll be like, I gotta, I gotta take another swing at this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat this one. So, and you know, and I'm, you know what's fucked enjoying, up? What's that? The second one is better. Uh, that's what I keep hearing. It's, <laughs> it, it's better. And like, not only is it better, I would argue it's like demonstrably better. I'm so excited about it, but I'm gonna hold off, and I'm gonna hold off on it for a while. Like. Tears of the Kingdom happened today, but I'll talk about that in a bit, but I am not going to stop playing Advance Wars because of the nature of Tears of the Kingdom is exactly what I was hoping it was going to be, yeah. which is, I'm not going to beat that for a long time. <laughs> That's that good. game is expansive, and it's not super story heavy. It's at least so far, it seems to be like the first Breath of the Wild, where it's like, the story's going to come when you get there, but it's like kind of piecing itself together in little bitty bits, and not in yeah. super complex ways that I need to be on top of. And playing it as second nature, etc., etc., regardless. Advance Wars. So, I'm super into it. I'm so happy that I am. I'm just, uh, I still don't think I'm good at it. Like, I'm not, because I'm playing on easy mode, and I'm still, like, getting, like, B grades and stuff. Sure. And and every time I finish one, I'm like, I still feel like there's a lot that I don't know, but I'm just having so much fun, and I really hope that I'm not alone. I hope that this game is doing well, because I feel like, a, I feel ridiculous for sleeping on it as long as I have, but I'm also super glad that this is how I'm experiencing it, because of, the fast forward isn't in the original one, is it? No. That is, yeah. Oh my god! I what am a constantly fucking, fast what a joy! <laughs> I love it. I'm constantly fast forwarding everything. I feel like the original one would have uh, be it being on Game Boy Advance and the lack of fast forward. I feel like there would have just been like those little two teeny tiny hurdles that would have stopped me from going any further. Because I remember trying the original one on my original GBA, not an SP, yeah. and thinking this looks neat but this is going to take me a long time to learn and then i just never got around to it and that is how i felt when i started this one up again too going through tutorials tutorials I'm like i don't know how i'm gonna learn this like i just i can't wrap my fucking head around this it's ridiculous um but it, and you you've, you've heard me talk about it week after week my uh yeah my frustrations with it but it's once i got over that hump it's like shit this is really really good and like it just and, once it clicks man it's like oh, fuck this is amazing it is so good and i actually own one of these which i didn't realize until i was looking up something today on my game i i have the um which one is it uh i have days of ruin oh yeah i don't know why i don't remember buying it but apparently I have it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, it's just one of, I, I think, the most criminally 
underrated, underappreciated franchises that Nintendo has ever had. I mean, at least here in America. Always fucking well, yeah. In but Japan, it's, it's been going something. since the freaking Famicom days. I know, I know. And they they kind of fucked it up with like the GameCube thing that came out, like oh, whatever that was. Well, called. that was a, that was a spinoff. That wasn't. It, that I was know, a whole different kind of game. The uh, I know uh, Battalion it, Wars. It should have been Advance Wars on the fucking GameCube. Like, and Advance Wars. I don't know why that name just works so well. I don't know why that's the one that stuck, because they were naming them after the platforms they were on. Yeah. It was like Famicom, Famicom Wars, Wars and Game Boy Wars. Yeah, those aren't and then as, but they're not as good. The Boy, Advance Wars just works. It really fits. It, ju- it just really works. Like, that's, yeah. the, that's the title going forward. Whatever you do with it. Like, I don't want the next one, if this does well enough and whatever. I don't want Switch Wars. Well, we already that doesn't work. We already know that's not the case. It's because they moved on to DS and it was still Advance Wars. Yeah, could have been DS but they, Wars, but, but they it were wasn't. playing with the fucking stupid DS thing at the end of it. Dual Strike, Dual Strike. <laughs> Not the second know, one saying. though. The second one was I Days know, of Ruin. That's it. Yeah, That's and that fair. was the that one's like got a vastly different art style, which is weird. It's much much darker. Still really good, um, but much very, much darker. Very brown. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I don't know when if I don't it's know tougher. if or when I'm ever going to get to that one because like I'm going to f- eventually finish two and then I have uh, the third one, Dual Strike on Switch uh, on Wii U, so Dual I can Strike play that one on the TV. So fucking good too. That's it's what I've so heard. I got I got my fingers crossed. By the time are... I get to it, <laughs> oof, it'll be remade. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Oh man, yes, yes, please. Yes, please. Yeah, and I'm I'm enjoying the story. I know you you I had mentioned before there wasn't much of a story. We're finally starting to get somewhere. Like I'd, yeah, I don't, don't don't tell me what's they happening. They piecemeal it out. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, don't spoil anything. But I was like, I knew something was going on with that sniper guy, grit, and like yeah, grit. And then like I'm fighting what's her name, who's just testing me for something. And then grit shows up and talks to her about some plan they got going. I'm like, what are you what are you up to? And then she's like, you're going to face some sort of big, deep, dark thing. I was like, that's what's going to be on that gray island over there, I'll bet. Because oh, yes, now I'm is. in the green earth area, and like some chubby dude is the next CEO I'm going to fight. And I'm, um, Drake? I, Drake, I guess. I don't know. I haven't yeah. really met him yet. I, that's where I stopped playing, because that was yesterday. And then today was obviously Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm fucking 100,000% in Advance Wars. I'm so happy about it. It's so good. That's awesome. And, like, what's so crazy about it, too, is that there's so much fucking game that is there. Because, yeah. like, once you finish with the story, there's all of the battle maps. Like, you just go into Hachi Shop and unlock all the battle maps, and they're just maps to play against the different COs. And you can unlock different COs to use as, like, your commanding officer on those battle maps. It's fucking great. It just doesn't stop. <laughs> And the, the battle map creator is really fun. And then the multiplayer stuff is really fucking good. And then when you're done with that, I, this package, damn, like, if I know it's 60 bucks and that, like, is kind of a bummer for remakes and whatever. But once you're done with all of that for Advance Wars, you've got a whole second game that's better than the first one. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's 60 bucks, but it's two $30 games. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, like, this is worth it. 
This is absolutely worth the the price of admission, no no question, because that's how much fun I'm having with it. This is the first. This is uh, and I'm no, no shitting. This is the first Switch game since Breath of the Wild where I've woken up in the morning and said, you know what? I'm not going to fart around my phone. I'm taking this into the bathroom with me. Yep. <laughs> like getting right. That's to not it. entirely true. There's I'm sure there's been one or two other ones that I'm just I'm just forgetting. But th- that that's the level of like into this that I am. Like I I want to get through this. I want to keep playing this. It is super super fun. So it is uh, it is my favorite Switch game so far. I'm glad you're enjoying the remake, because uh, I mean, like I said, I, I didn't go back to the uh, the, the GBA one because I don't have regular access to it. Without, I mean, I guess I could emulate it, but it, either way, sure. um, I did actually go back and listen to some of the music because I'm really loving the music on um, uh, uh, on this remake. I think the yeah, soundtrack's really fantastic, good. and I went back and listened to the GBA ones, and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good music too. But it has that that really washed out Game Boy Advance sound to it. Game Boy Advance uh, music is always so tinny. Um, Very, yeah. Uh, so I geared like, for the speaker it was coming out of. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, it actually, it absolutely worked in, during the time uh, that it was out. But like right now, going back and listening to it, I don't go back and listen to a lot of GBA music just because of that sound sound fidelity yeah. issue. But uh, you know, the compositions are all still there. It's just... Uh, I really, really like the direction they took uh, the soundtrack, the the animations, like everything about yeah, the, this. Yeah, uh, the just updates to the characters, like there's oh, some slight good. tweaks, you know, compared to to how they used to look. Um, it, it's 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 a hundred percent what you want a remake to be. Like it's got the all of the spirit, all of the fun, all of the great mechanics of the original. But it's just updated, and it's updated with love and care, and it's fucking great. It, it's just fucking great. <laughs> yeah, freaking love it. And like, it's interesting in in this year, you know, just kind of like projecting out to when we give out the Golden Caveman Awards and all of that. Of I always give an award for like best remake. Like, is mm-hmm. this a better remake than Prime Remastered? I don't know. It's certainly a more thorough one. It's certainly we're talking is. about we're talking about GameCube to 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 Switch versus Game Boy Advance to Switch. Like, yeah, I would say it's a. I don't but know if it's a better it, game. We're talking about two phenomenal games, but as far as like being a remake, like well, the Prime didn't need as much remaking. You know, it didn't. <laughs> it but it like just didn't. So. Is it possible that my Golden Caveman Awards this year are going to be like Game of the Year, Advance Wars One and Two Reboot <laughs> Camp, and uh, Remake of the Year, like Prime Remastered? Like, am I going Switch heavy this year? That's fucking weird. That is fucking weird. I don't know how I feel God, about what that. Freaking year it's been for games. And it's only May. It's only May. Tears of the Kingdom dropped today. Yeah, and like I, a little tiny game, not not a lot of fanfare. No, just just dropping nice and nice and cool in there. What is a uh, I'm looking at the uh, games I've beaten this year. Uh, where where do I where am I keeping that? That's in my notes. <laughs> I beat a lot of older stuff. Um, oh, oh, sorry, I'm stretching. I fucking this is how old I am, Chris. On Tuesday night. I think maybe it was Wednesday. I don't know. I woke up in the middle of the night at like one thirty because 
I went to bed and everything was fine. And I did something to my back while I was sleeping to the point that it woke me up. And I like got up and I stretched it and whatever. And then I went back to bed and I got up again at 2.30 and was like, well, I'm going to go fucking sleep on the floor. Because this is (laughs) bullshit. And it still fucking hurts. Like, I don't know what's going on. I I was sleeping. I wasn't doing anything. I was in bed unconscious. And now my life is ruined. Being old is awesome. (laughs) Oh my god, it's the fucking worst. It's so first, it might be my as much chair. As, I don't know. I think it's just your spine. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just need to get rid of it. It's just my life now. <sighs> I have done a lot of sitting at my chair this week, which I don't do a lot of. I got a project at work in like November um, that was due yesterday or today, um, and it was like you know. We want you to, like, look at these things over time and, like, really think about them and put a lot of thought and effort into them. It's not due until, like, the middle of May. And I was like, well, I'll fucking start it three days before it's due then. And (laughs) that is what I did. (laughs) So, like, I've just been sitting at my computer, type, type, typing away for days. And that might have something to do with it, because this is not the most supportive chair in the world, but I do a fair amount of sitting. (laughs) like just in my daily life I don't know man it's fucking weird yeah I've done a lot of uh, work on the next script for uh, Zelda games Zelda games videos I'm doing so just to kind of put things into perspective uh, let me get the numbers out here Uh, let's see the Zelda 2 script the episode 2 was uh, 3,282 words not sound that many. Three is just shy of four thousand, and I still have two games to write about. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds better. I mean, one of them's Ocarina like of Time. There's so much. It's since the whole point of these videos is putting them in historical context. Sure. There's so much goddamn historical context to, to Ocarina of Time. Like, it's freaking ridiculous. I gotta. I, I gotta cut something out. I'm definitely gonna. I'm. I'm still in the word barfy phase. You know. I'm still just sure. throw it all out there. I. I just uh, tomorrow. Not tomorrow. It's Friday. Monday. I'm gonna have to do some work on on paring this down. But um, I also did want to talk about uh, shadows over loathing again because okay, that's also fucking brilliant, and I do feel like it is definitely getting overshadowed a bit because you know. Advance Wars and yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. But really, <laughs> it's so fucking good. Uh I I'm not even really working on the main uh main campaign. I'm just I keep getting sucked into side quests because they're so interesting. I had to do I had to get out a freaking pen and paper to solve a murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I went to That's this awesome. uh this hotel and um it was a hotel for salesmen. And uh Sure. There was uh, a murder there. You go into a room and you pick up a rug and there's like a giant pentagram and there's a gigantic pool of blood on the floor. And like, all right. Like so, you do. Like you do. So clearly it was the guy who's in the hotel who sells occult things. 
Obviously. So we need to figure out who he is. And then everybody talked to him be like, I don't know what room he's in, but I know he's not in this one and this one. Or like, this is a, I'm mm, the rubber okay. chicken salesman, but the guy who lives above me is the joke salesman or something. So you had to like, I had to draw, draw it out and be like, okay, he's not here or here. So it's this guy and this guy and this guy. And, uh, it took me a little while talking to everybody, kind of piecing it all together. And then once I did, uh, I confronted the, uh, occultist and he was like, well, I was like, it was the, the, this guy sells occult things. And he says, well, yeah, I do, but that's not one of mine. And, uh, and I kind of playing the pacifist role in this. Yeah. Uh, so I said like, you know what, knowing this game, I'm going to agree with you. And, uh, then the guy who sells joke products was like, it definitely wasn't him. It was me. It's rubber blood. Uh, it was all an elaborate practical joke. <laughs> and then he goes and rolls up the rubber blood. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it leaves. What the hell? Oh all my stick God. Figures. Yeah. All stick figures. It, this game has made me laugh so freaking much every single time I play it. Um, and I'm definitely, my my least favorite part of West of Loathing was the actual RPG fighting. Like, sure, it's fine. It's just not really engaging. Um, it's not bad, but it's it's not like God. This is boring. But it's like it's not really interesting. Like it's not Chrono Trigger or anything like that yeah. or Mario RPG that like really gets involved. Um, and I didn't really realize that there was a pacifist method uh in the previous game but they kind of make a little bit more of an upfront point of it being an option when playing this one and okay I was like, okay because i know i've already failed it because i got into a fight or two towards the beginning of the game but once it kind of clicked with me i was like you know what i am going to try and figure out how to do this without getting into fights because all the solutions are <laughs> hilarious I and i don't want to do this so i don't have to <laughs> and that's kind of great um and it's been very entertaining so far. Uh, every place that I go, like there's a, I be for every single time I ran into a hobo, I gave them meat, which is money. Uh, right, sure. And after I gave enough of them meat, they were like, "Hey, here's a map to uh, the hobo hangout." Because you know, we t we noticed that you've been really nice to all of us. So uh, come on out here, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you. I no, I went out there, and there's out. like a bunch of really useful uh, useful hobo information out there. Um, <laughs> I don't I know if you remember. Hobos often have the best information. <laughs> they're they're very wise, lousy with good information. <laughs> I don't know if you remember stupid walking from the last game. Yeah. Uh, so, it, it, I think I have found this game's version of it. Okay. Uh, it seems that you can find different shoes, and every pair of shoes you put on makes your character do a different stupid walk. And they've all been the stupid. I've found three of them, and they've all been stupid walks from the previous game. So nice. I'm, I'm hoping that there are some unique ones, but uh, I like how each one of them is giving an explanation as to why you're walking like that. That's fucking awesome. It's very clever. I cannot say enough good things about it, and I'm going to have to because I have to finish this game for review. But uh, <laughs> Because they're making me fucking like Yes, they yeah. are. They are that paying guy. me to do so. But it's, uh, it's really freaking good, and don't sleep on it. It's super funny. And wonderful. Uh, do you want me to go into Tears of the Kingdom, or do you want to talk? No, I mean i I've been I've been typing for the week. That's what <laughs> I've been doing. That's so, my week. like, feel feel free to uh, to just tell us uh, how disappointed you are, how overrated 
Um, or, you know, how in love you are. Which of the two? Uh, it's definitely the latter. Uh, I'm definitely in love with it. And I am, uh... So I played it for... You know what? Let's find this out, because I can actually do that. Let's check my app. How much time did I actually put into Tears of the Kingdom today? Four hours and 40 minutes. Dear God. It's not that much. It's really not. I, I took it really, really easy today. It was a very chill day. It was gorgeous outside. I walked to get lunch because Karen took the car to go to the beach with a friend. Yeah. Um, I was just like, I had the house to myself. Took I'm my time eating lunch. Just just chilling. Had a good time. I, I went to Five Guys for lunch and walked back and watched, uh, watched the, the next episode of Star Wars Visions, which has been great. Um, yeah, so like just try a five hours of uh, of Tears of the Kingdom, and I have done a lot of meandering. <laughs> there, but it's there. There is definitely a lot of like, all right, well, that's where I need to go next. But what's over here? <laughs> but I'm <laughs> not gonna. I'll get there. Uh, so like, it starts off super creepy, like that trailer yeah. they did years ago with like dead Ganondorf. Uh, yeah, that was definitely him. Like that's the whole intro, and you play through, like, so you save the day and got rid of Calamity Ganon, and then like people start getting sick because there's just, like fog or something going through, uh, showing up and like occasionally making people sick. It seems okay. like it's coming from underneath the castle. So you and Zelda are going underneath the castle, and there's all this like super evil looking fog getting thicker and thicker, and like Zelda's all she's fucking nerding out about this because I don't know if you're. I don't you didn't get that far in the uh the last one, no, but Zelda's a huge nerd in this continuity. So like okay. like the Guardians and everything, that was her thing. She found them and like reprogrammed them, was like, this shit's awesome. If I press this button, they're gonna do this thing. And then she was like super heartbroken when they got taken over by Ganon's evil power and everything. But like sure. she's a big fucking nerd. So like this is this shit's looking dangerous. And she's just like, let's keep going. And I'm just like <laughs> This is a bet. We should have a lot of people with us because this is going to go poorly. And she's like, nah, I'm good. I got you. Let's go down this tunnel. <laughs> so, nice. all right, here we go. And like the master sword starts glowing and I'm like, this is going to go poorly, Zelda. This is a bad plan. But then she gets down to uh, this big old room and it's got all these, uh, these mur- murals all over the wall. Uh, and they're, they're depicting at least this timeline's version of the imprisoning war, which was okay. in the instruction manual for a link to the past. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty fucking, fucking cool. Cause cool. I just, I just made a big stink about it in one of my Zelda videos the other day. And like she, they start showing the murals and I'm like, is this? And then like, she just flat out says, this is depicting the imprisoning war. I'm like, holy shit. I just made a big deal about this. I feel like a genius. <laughs> I'm the fucking best. <laughs> This is awesome. I'm so um, smart. Yeah, man. So uh this this is uh this is all very interesting and then some of the mural is covered up by falling rocks and there's a cave and she's like, "Well, let's go in the fucking cave. Let's keep going." There's this creepy staircase going down to nothingness and the fog's getting thicker. Clearly we're getting closer to answers. <laughs> Zelda, you fucking lunatic. <laughs> so you go in there and there's like Ganon's all corpsified. And there's like a hand on his chest and like keeping him in place. And as soon as you get close to it, it drops this rock. And then the, the severed hand, like arm thing flops onto the ground 
And Ganondorf, like, you know, does the animation you saw in the trailer from, like, six years ago or whatever the hell that was. Yeah. And then he just starts talking. And, like, it's the first time he's ever had, like, a voiced conversation uh, in a game. I, I, I don't think I've ever heard Ganondorf have a fully voiced just conversation, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Not, the voice actor they got for him was pretty good. But, uh, man, he just, he just, I like, his whole demeanor is, like, he looks over and he sees Zelda. Right now, this is a version of Ganondorf. He's never met this version of Lincoln Gan Lincoln Zelda, but like right. Ganondorf's thing is like he's always the same dude getting re- like revived and stuff, whereas Lincoln yeah. Zelda are always reincarnations. So he looks over at Zelda and he's like treating her with reverence, like my mortal nemesis Zelda. Nice to see you. And then he looks at Link's like Link, <laughs> <laughs> nice. this fucking guy. You must this be him. fucking asshole. So, like, you know, he starts to do some icky magic shit, and, like, Link goes to fight him, and he just immediately, like, shatters the Master Sword and poisons your arm, and it gets all black and shriveled, and then, like, Zelda falls in a hole, you go to chase after her, but you miss, and then you wake up, and, like, you've got this other hand like your right arm is not yours anymore it's this weird creepy black hand and like this shadow the dead guy that was from a a race that helped found hyrule was like yeah your arm was gonna fall off so like we just got rid of that and i gave you my old arm (laughs) like okay so you've got this creepy black arm and like so the first this is where you wake up and you're in the sky. So the first kind of like how there was the great plateau in breath of the wild. Yeah. Um, this is this version of the great plateau is a series of floating islands that are enormous. Like you could have had an entire game on this area. Right. But this is just a fraction of what this game actually is, but you're in the sky and you're on these islands. And a thing that I like, some might call them skylands. Right. Here's the thing that I like that right makes there. no sense. No matter how high you jump from, as long as you land in water, you're okay. Hmm. I jumped, like, I finally made it down to Hyrule, like, at the at the end of my PlayStation session. I finally made it down to Hyrule, which is, like, pretty far down there. Like, I was falling for a long time. Yeah. I would have been liquefied had I hit the ground, but there was a lake that was at least like three feet deep and I, I dove into it and I was fine. So when I say any height, as long as you land in water, it doesn't matter how high you jump from like a mile and a half. Like I just did. You're (laughs) fucking fine. Makes no sense. Exactly how real life works as well. Precisely. So this, there's like three shrines you have to get to. The shrines look really cool in this one too. They have like a the, a TARDIS effect. Like okay. in the, the old one, you just go into it and you like go underground. Like clearly that's where the shrine is. This like the door opens up and you see this massive shrine inside of it. But like you walk around, it's, it's like the TARDIS. You walk around like, nope, it's bigger on the inside. <laughs> that's fucking wild. It's a really is cool it? looking effect. Yeah, really cool. It's my fit. No, that's my favorite Doctor Who. <laughs> Thing when David <laughs> is Tennant it? pops in, and, is it? Yeah, liked it. Which one said it's smaller on the outside? And he was like, "What? What? Oh, God, <laughs> what that was... I think it was. 
Oh, uh, wasn't that the fucking with with a uh, um? Oh God, old white man, Peter Capaldi. Yeah, wasn't it the hit Bill? Was it Bill who said that, or was it a uh, uh, Jenna Coleman's character? I can't remember. I don't remember. Uh, either way, it was a funny, yeah. funny gag. But it anyway, was very funny. Smaller. Uh, so these these things give you um your your hand your borrowed hand or whatever prosthetic arm uh gets these special powers that are kind of like the runes in the previous game okay uh so the first one you get is like there was like a magnesis one where you could lift anything metal this one's just like lift yeah. whatever the fuck you want <laughs> this is just flat out <laughs> telekinesis if it's not attached to the ground you can pick it up and flop it around giant boulders who gives a fuck it's like the first power you get like is move shit with your mind have fun so that's pretty cool uh, and then cool. you get the ability to stick them together. That's where you start building things. Uh, I got the ability to go through uh, floors, like to get, like go through ceilings. As long okay. as there's a ceiling, so as long as there's a ceiling, some sort of upper surface that you can get, a, a structure that has an upper surface that can be stood on, you can just go straight through and warp to the top of it. That's cool. It is cool. I saw it in the trailer. I was like, this seems like a really situational ability. I don't know how how common this is going to be like useful, and it has been really fucking useful so far. <laughs> so far. Cuz like I keep running into things and like, ah, I got to get up there. There's no way this is going to work. And then like it doesn't have to be thin. Like He'll just swim through the fucking mountain. As long as there's something That's eventually so at the top, he just swims through it and then crawls out the top. It's like, this is fucking wild, man. <laughs> uh, and then I got that time rewind thing, which is yeah. really, really interesting. I'm, I've played with it a bit, but I can't wait to play with it a lot more. Like, you just select a single thing. And whatever that thing is, it will move backwards in time. But just that thing, like, not the area around it. So, like, if you see something running and you want it to back up again, you can spotlight that thing and it'll just run backwards. Like, it's caught in a reverse time loop. That's so wild. Pretty fucking cool. And Breath of the Wild, even. Ha! Huh? <laughs> uh, I definitely have more stuff <laughs> no, than that, I probably that should. That didn't deserve a hack at all. Oh, was, sure it did. It was bad. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, um, I have... Uh, it took me a little while to figure out how to use Amiibo, but like okay. it occurred to me, like, I'm running... Around, you're basically naked for the whole fr front portion of the game. You're running around your boxers, and then like you get these, like, really shitty pants which are <laughs> it's it's basically a skirt and some sandals like that's that's what you have sure. and you're just running around with no shirt that. and like a skirt and some sandals for way too long and i'm like amiibo are a thing so i looked up online like how that how do they work and a bunch of them can can give you clothes i'm like oh it's all the old zelda amiibo and i remembered for breath of the wild i bought amiibo cards like that somebody made on ebay so yeah, i have just the to scan them just to scan them for like every Zelda amiibo minus like the two new ones that have come out since. Yeah. So like, I took me a while to find them again. Cause I didn't imagine I'd ever really need to use them again, but fucking I did. So I wound up scanning all of them. I didn't get any clothes out of the deal, which kind of bummed me out, but I got a lot of others. Like what you scan Ganondorf and it just rains meat. <laughs> <laughs> 
This kid again wanted like 20 just stakes just fall out of the sky. Like, wow. okay, cool. Got a bunch of meat. This is great. I'm attached to some arrows. Let's load up the meat arrows. I shot Where's a your episode with title? It was going to be Mania, but I think now it has to be Load Up load the Meat up Arrows. Oh, that could have been your intro. You better go back and re-record it. Load yeah. Up Your Meat Arrows, because up your the meat Stone arrows. Age Gamer podcast starts now. No, suavemente. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, Meat Arrows. So yeah, you can attach like anything to arrows. Like I got to this super dark cave, and there were these plants that had these like uh, like... I don't know, some sort of seeds on them or something that um, had some sort of uh, illuminative, uh, illuminating properties. Okay. So I'd like uh, attach, fuse one to one of my arrows, then shoot the ceiling, and now the whole cave is lit up. Um, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And then you can just do weird shit. Like, I Eat accidentally arrows. fused a giant stick to my shield. It didn't <laughs> do anything. <laughs> My shield had a giant Just stick there. sticking out. It's like, well, now you've got this gigantic stick sticking out of your shield. Congratulations. <laughs> well done, asshole. But like, you know, I get the you get the fuse ability, and like, um, there's a, a old rusty old broadsword, and then some giant boulders, and so I fused the two of them together, and, and like, it penis. basically turned turned into a. Somebody did that. There was a. I think the day yesterday, somebody was uh, Kotaku had posted that they found somebody who was playing the leaked version. Uh, that made a giant robot with a flaming phallus. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course. If you give the internet a canvas, no matter what that canvas is, they will use it to draw a dick. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. Truer words have never been spoken. So I fused this, uh... You also get the hilt of the Master Sword, which I promptly just broke... <laughs> It's like swung it, I swung it around, I was like, well, it still does damage. I swung it like six or seven times, then it was like, this is done now. <laughs> Your Master Sword is out of energy, because like, you know, it's shattered, but you pick up the, the, the yeah. destroyed, corrupted hilt of it. Um, and that was a really neat callback. Um, the whole point is like, you're trying to get into the Temple of Time, uh, which is where Zelda is, but you, your arm has some sort of evil in it, so it can't open the door. So you go to the three shrines to get these like cleansing things or whatever to to get the evil out of your arm. When you finally open it up, Zelda's like sorta there. She's like floating and kind of invisible. She's somewhere else. Okay, no idea where that somewhere else is, but she like takes your hand, gives you another ability, and then like takes the master sword somehow like it it goes to wherever she is so she now has the hilt and then she says link you have to find me um so i don't know where she is but that's when like i go back outside and like a a dragon swoops through the clouds and clears them up and it's basically the game says all right there's hyrule go on down i'm like but i don't have a glider how am i gonna go down there gonna jump and hit this so water. i fucking jumped and i was like oh there's a lake nearby and i'm alive what the fuck the coolest thing i've come across so far i think is these um this is like this kind of sort of weird robot people that are up in the clouds okay. and like they have all these contraptions that they work with and one of the contraptions is this like you see it in the trailer it's like this big metal bird looking thing Okay. And it's just totally static, and it flies kind of like a kite. 
And so like I grabbed one and I put it on a hill and then I jumped on it and when it slides down, it just glides like a glider, like a paper airplane basically. And you can like move yourself around on top of it to kind of steer it. It's just, I'm not doing a good job putting it into words. It is really fucking cool. Um, the building stuff is like definitely there. And this is the thing that I was kind of afraid. <clears throat> I was afraid the game was going to feel like, all right, now you do it. You know, like if you, yeah. um, if you go into a, a lot of the open world things or even game maker kinds of things, they always feel to me like, all right, you do it. And this yeah. is like more like, okay, we have built this like a Zelda puzzle. But you can also do all kinds of other shit if you want to. And those things will do interesting things and help you in your quest. But you don't have to do all that stuff. Like, you don't have to build robots with flaming phalluses. You can just build a raft. <laughs> you don't uh, have to? It, it is not Shocking a requirement, enough. at least so far. And, and that, that's what's making me super happy about this. Is like, I was afraid that this was going to jump into this territory of like... I'm going to need to build some weird shit in order to get from point A to point B. But it's, it's going like, to have to be uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I'm going to make yes. some really weird shit. I'm going to make some weird shit. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it, it so far it hasn't been. Like, I've definitely gotten a few things wrong. Uh, and then, like, there was this one puzzle where um, there was, like, this metal hook. There was, like, a, a, a bar going across. And then there yeah. was, like, a metal hook. And I was like, all right, well, what if I attach... Maybe I can put the hook on there and I can ride it like a, uh, like, a, like a zip line, but that didn't work. And then eventually I figured out, oh, wait, there's a board back here. If I attach the hook to the board, then connect that to the rail and then jump on the board, I can ride it down. And like little things like that would just keep coming up and made me feel pretty goddamn good about myself. So that's been super fun. Dungeons are back. That was confirmed like two days before it released like two days yeah. ago they just casually dropped on twitter like yeah this game's got dungeons what the fuck people have been asking <laughs> for that since breath of the wild like that was like one of the big complaints besides weapon degradation which i'll get to that in a minute but like done the the lack of dungeons was like this big deal and then apparently there's a handful of some of the best dungeon designs in all of zelda in this game according nice. to the reviews the like I haven't gotten any. I've only seen shrines. Like I said, I just got down to Hyrule, but like apparently the dungeons are insane. And also apparently the final boss battle is like completely bananas. So I'm looking forward to that because the, the final fight against Calam Calamity Ganon was really cool, but it was by the time you get there, if you do the rest of the game, you're basically you were just so God. overpowered. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like this guy's a fucking joke. Uh, I have a harder time fighting Lionel's than this guy. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so weapon degradation, it hasn't, hasn't really come up much yet. Like shit's been breaking, but I've mostly been fighting with sticks and like, there's so many weapons everywhere that it hasn't been, a, it hasn't even been vaguely a problem, but I also have barely done any combat yet. Okay. Like I've gotten into a couple of fights, but they're against like pretty weak enemies. And then like one or two, like harder enemies have shown up, but like, it hasn't been an issue yet because of how prevalent everything is. 
Okay. And that's another aspect of it that I really didn't want to get into too much is like trying to figure out what to fuse to what to make the best weapons. Yeah. And it seems like so far there's been a handful of like, this is obviously the thing that you do. Like these two obviously go together to make a basic sword type thing. So sure. Just do that and you're fine or get crazy with it. Do you, but so far it seems pretty straightforward the weapons aren't i mean like obviously the sticks are breaking super fast because that's mostly what i've been fighting with but, but that like, makes sense like, that makes fine. sense the i haven't gotten any swords that aren't old and rusty so like you know an old rusty halberd like eventually that's going to break okay i get it it's old and rusty fair enough but you can't keep fusing things to weapons to make their um okay. uh their them start over again like they does you don't refill their health by fusing something to it like, if the base thing's gonna break and you fuse something to it, that base thing's still gonna break. Like, I think it gets a little bit more durability from being fused, but it's still, like, if you but decide to... But not enough un- to save it. Exactly. If you unfuse it, then it's right back to where it was. Yeah, not enough to okay. save it. So, shit's still gonna disappear, but I haven't gotten to anything that didn't feel disposable yet, as far as weapons are concerned. And there's arrows everywhere, so I've been doing a lot of that. And I just had... So right before we did movie night tonight, uh, John was still finishing his dinner and I had a couple of minutes. It's like, all right, I just want to look around again because this game is unbelievably breathtaking. Like the amount, the, the draw distance that you can just see all kinds of shit. And when I finally made it down to Hyrule, I was like, okay, there's some giant vortex of clouds over there. I don't know what that's about. This mountain looks like it's exploding. Hyrule Castle's floating. That's cool. Uh, there's a skull cave over there. There's, I can see a shrine in the distance over there, a couple of towers and that, like just stuff everywhere. And I was just looking around. I wanted to look around again and see where am I going to go? And then Ellie saw this like skull cave and it's just like, you should go over there. Okay. So I did. So I went over there and I noticed that like, this was so fucking fun. This was so fun. Even Karen was looking at it like, like a minute into it. She was like, this is fucking cool. (laughs) So I get over there and I see a bokoblin, uh, like, you know, one bokoblin is, uh, riding a horse. I was like, Ooh, I like horses. So like I shot the bokoblin off the horse yeah. and then I fought him and then I kept going and I got a little closer to the, the skull and there was a camp around it. There was like four of them around a fire. One of them with a bow and arrow as a lookout and a, and a tower and another one on top of a pile of rocks who looked like he was really heavily armed. And I started yeah. to get closer. And then I was like, wait a minute, the horse. So I turned around and I was like, this is not going to go well, but I'm going to try and capture this horse. I haven't done this in years because I haven't played Breath of the Wild in years. Yeah. But I like slowly snuck up on this little horse and I got nice and close to it. And I got on the horse in the first try. And I was like, all right. Nice. I got a horse now. And Ellie was like, kind of perked up like, oh yeah, you've got a horse. And I was like, so the first thing I did is I just, I just stormed the camp. I went in there. I shot the, uh, I shot the lookout with one of my weak ass arrows. It did some damage, pissed him off. And then I pulled out my sword and I just went straight, plowed straight through their campfire and nice. just knocked a couple of them down. I did a couple of passes like that. Uh, and you know, eventually after I, uh, ran by like this guy's the the i shot the one off the uh the tower and then the other guy that looked heavily armed was heavily armed. just shoot all these fire arrows at me i'm like ah shit gotta run gotta run and then it immediately dawned on me like wait i have those too 
So like, I turned back around. And I was <laughs> like, I have these... F- I have these fire seeds, so I start fusing fire seeds to my arrows, and I shot him with them, and I was like, boom. Knocked him down, took him out, took out the rest of the guys, got a couple of treasure chests. Oh, bomb flowers are back. That was neat. Bomb flowers weren't in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Because you had that bomb rune, but this one, yeah. they, they bomb flowers grow, so I, I grabbed a couple of those, and I fought like-likes, which are super creepy in this game. They, like, stick to walls. They don't, like, move oh, around or weird. anything. They're just like stuck to walls. They have hideous teeth and like this yeah. eyeball looking thing that comes out of their mouth. Mm. And I had to fight a couple of those guys. I've died like six or seven times just from like doing really dumb shit. Just like, fucking around. Just finding out. Yeah, fucking around, finding yeah. out. Like some of it's been like, I wonder if I can survive <laughs> is this that, height. Is that what Definitely. the uh, the subtitle of this game should have been? <laughs> the Legend yes. of Zelda. Fuck around Fuck and around find and out. Fight <laughs> Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, can I survive a fall from this height? Definitely can't. Okay. All this right. One was, <laughs> Won't do that again. I was up in the, uh, what's it? The, um, uh, I was, I was up on top of the mountain on top of the floating island. And like, so it was really cold up there. And yeah. I had like some anti cold, uh, food that I had cooked up to kind of like survive the cold for a couple of minutes. And, uh, I just need, I needed to get out of there cause I had prepared enough of it to get up there, but I did not prepare enough to get out of there. Oh. Um, so I was like, I got to get out of here quick. So I don't to jump off into this, this pool of water, not realizing that the pool was still in the cold area. So oh, I get no. into the, get into the, I land in the water and survive, but then it says unbearable cold. And I died <laughs> in like two seconds. Like, son of a bitch. Nice. There was this other robot thing that had a flamethrower. And I'm like, yeah, I can take this guy. I could not. Yeah, take I got, that guy. I got a stick. <laughs> I got, Come on, I got fucker. a stick. This is great. So I go up and hit him with the stick. Stick catches fire. I catch fire. I die. It's great. <laughs> okay. Different tactics. Let's try this again. <laughs> so how is yeah. the um how is the menu navigation like getting to fusing stuff? Like is it is it's not cumbersome? Like you can just kind of jump right in and like, all right, quick fuse and then I'm back into the fight. So far, uh with arrows, I'm finding a lot easier. Because, like, okay. arrows are just, like, it's they're kind of assigned to the D-pad. I feel like there's something intrinsic I'm missing with the swords. Like, okay. fusing the swords together, I still haven't really gotten the hang of it. Like, it's really quick with arrows. You draw an arrow by holding down the, the right trigger, and once that mm-hmm. arrow is drawn, you press, I think it's up on the D-pad, and as long as you're holding up on the D-pad, you use the right analog stick, because yeah, that thumb's open. Like, right. it's really intuitive. You use the right okay. analog stick to control like to to navigate the menu on whatever you want to fuse to your arrow and then you let go of the up button and it automatically fuses it and you're ready to shoot it immediately okay so the arrows work great fusing the weapons i've like like i said i accidentally fused a giant stick to my shield and i have no idea how i even did it so there's definitely (laughs) a there's definitely a fast way to do it because i was like kind of panicked fighting against something and then all yeah. of a sudden this thing is attached it's like all right so there's a fast way to do it i don't know what it is yet but it exists um but yeah no the, the menu navigation is great um switching between your different abilities is is uh you just hold down the uh l button not the left trigger mm-hmm. the l button and it brings up a wheel that you just press the direction and and now you're now you're using that ability so cool. like the the menu navigation it's a lot because there are so many options, but it's as intuitive as I think something like that could possibly be so far. Um, it's the best it could be given the 
mechanics of the controller that you will be using. Yeah, I mean, like, I, unless the controller had like thirteen more buttons, I don't see sure. how it could possibly. And even and then you would still have to remember like what all those things do. So yeah, it's it. This is clearly a game that was made by a lot of people for a long time. Like. I understand why this thing's been delayed a bajillion times because you sure. can see it in every single area. Like just looking at it, that open field and then thinking to like my limited time with something like red dead redemption, um, or even grand theft auto, the difference, the between, difference between yeah. how alive this world is and how just jam packed with shit to do. Like, Every single one of these weapon fuses and every single one of these item fuses, these weird-ass tanks and rafts and flying machines and jet-powered boats and all sorts of other weird shit, like, they designed this game so thoroughly around, like I was saying before, it didn't go into, like, you figure it out. It was like, all of these things work because they went through all of these things and said, how are we going to make every single thing you can do with this item not look stupid? Like, even right. if it looks ridiculous, it's going to look like it works. And it's the insane amount of detail is put into this. Friggin', uh, this was definitely worked on by Monolith Soft. They updated their website again. Right. And, like, somebody had said earlier, like, what the hell are these guys going to be do if they, if these guys going to be able to do if they get their hands on, like, PS4 level technology? Not even PS5. Because, yeah. like, the technical proficiency of this game is fucking bonkers. Like, I'm not going to say it runs flawlessly. Like, I was carrying a stack of boxes that I fused together for absolutely no reason than to see if I could. <laughs> <laughs> I like break. See, in order to save weapon degradation, I break boxes by picking them up with telekinesis, bringing them up way up into the sky, and then dropping them down to the ground. Now that makes sense. <laughs> it's it makes sense, and it's really fucking funny. <laughs> so like yeah you pick up a bunch of weird shit and move around and the, the frame rate stutters a little bit but like yeah when i went from the sky islands down to hyrule it was seamless it was like what's that game no man's sky like yeah there was it didn't like fade out and go to a loading screen or anything it was just like you can go from apparently there's a whole underworld too that i haven't even sniffed yet um but you go between, you travel between all these different areas completely seamlessly. And it's nuts because, like, this is the fucking Switch we're talking about here. Yeah. Like, I know it's not, we're not it's not an Atari, but it's not a super powerful <laughs> system. And this, th th this game is so impressive. Like, I really didn't imagine that it was going to be as impressive as it is. And when I started seeing the reviews up yesterday where they're, where, just kind of across the board the reviews were like i cannot believe how much better than breath of the wild this is because breath of the wild was a fucking masterpiece like yeah this is insane and like yeah this is why they kept all this shit under wraps for so long like cause they they poured their hearts into it and you, you can just see that from every aspect of the game i cannot wait to play more of it but like i said it is fucking enormous and there's so much shit to do that I am I am in no rush to finish this game. I'm just gonna That's awesome. I'm just gonna take my goddamn time. I'm gonna play it every second that I can, but I'm sure. also going to finish Advance Wars and I'm gonna finish Shadows Over Loathing and August Sea of Stars is coming out. So like So you gotta be done by August. 
that's like my year basically because there's that fucking double dragon games coming out you know yeah. like there is so much but other good stuff coming up. out I mean, that's that's a one yeah you know that, one that, or two playthrough one or that, two that's session playthrough i mean but still you know stuff's happening there are games yeah. coming out for like the gimmicks getting re-released pretty soon i gotta play trip world when that comes out i can't freaking wait i've always wanted to play that game like there's a lot of stuff coming out this year and uh i'm okay with that like i was really kind of expecting so remember when breath of the wild came out there really wasn't anything else like it was the launch game for the switch and like it hadn't been overflowed with tons and tons of games yet like yeah i blaster master zero came out and i played that it was like this is fucking great and it's like then i went back to breath of the wild but like now there's this massive library on the switch and i was kind of afraid this was really going to feel too overwhelming but it's i've I feel really okay taking this at a casual pace. Um, loving the story. I'm loving everything about it. I'm just, I'm thrilled. Couldn't That's be happier. That's outstanding, man. That's outstanding. I wish I got the amiibo. The fear. It's, it's yeah. always the fucking fear with these, you know, huge anticipated releases. What if, what if it sucks? Or even what if it's Majora's Mask? Like, that was my Wait, big fear. What if it's just okay? Yeah, what if it's just okay, or what if it's so different, and I and it's and it's turned into something I don't like, uh, yeah. which I'm super glad is not the case. Yeah, but yeah, when I went to Target today to get uh, the game, it was like me and two other dudes. Uh, by the time I got there, they had plenty of the collector's edition, and I was like, Nah, I don't need to spend 130 bucks on a no. steel book and an art book. Like, a, uh, no. This it's no. definitely not worth what like almost double the price to to get this thing and in, if it was the same size and shape as the Metroid Dread box I would have considered it further sure but it's not it's big goofy box like I got nowhere for this nope this is gonna look weird down. on the shelf I'm gonna be sad yeah. but I would have bought the Amiibo which was in stock but nobody knew where it was Ugh, that's <laughs> I don't understand how that's possible. Even you better work here, correct? Even better, nobody was had any interest in looking for it. Like we were yeah. all like, "Here it is on the phone. It says it's in stock. Here's your flyer that says it's available today." And like, it'll make it out on the sales floor today. We just don't know where it is. It's in. We're ready to buy it, and your ad says it's here. Can could you go look can we, for it? Can we please buy it? Although we already looked in the boxes, we couldn't find it. Somebody's coming in later this afternoon. He'll know where it is. Well, okay. All right. Look. Target. <laughs> Look, you let's, let's 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 talk. You and me. I understand that you are not a video game store, but you kind of have to understand like when I go in for a smaller release on release day and it's not out on the sales floor, okay. I don't like it, but at least I can understand it. I don't. This but this you're is more a gregarious in that way than I am. This is a big fucking deal. <laughs> this game is not a small release. This is going to make you a lot of money. You need to be ready to have this game on the sales floor when you open the next day. Because there was a line of people at the door ready to buy this game and all of the accompanying bits as soon as you open. But they're not going to come back to you to buy that controller or the Amiibo later. They're going to go outside, and they're going to order it from another store, because they're, they're gonna not going to come... They're going to go over to GameStop. If GameStop was open, I would have. But, like, yeah. that's the reason I went to Target, because they're the ones that are open the earliest. But, like, Best Buy doesn't open till like, 
10 or 11 uh gamestop doesn't open till noon it's like okay but gamestop did a fucking midnight release for this last night yeah like this this is a big I'm deal surprised you didn't go to that i'm too fucking old for that i was gonna i, I, I thought about it i really did and i thought wait a minute i'm gonna go out there get the game at midnight come home and play it no i'm not i'm gonna be way too exhausted i will be miserable <laughs> i'll just drop the kids off and go to target and buy it as planned and then that'll be that'll be the way it works and it did it worked out great for me but like the fact that they it's a regular thing with this target like with new video game releases they're just not ready for them the day they come out it's a regular and like what was thing the last with every store though it's not just that target yeah it's, it's, it's not just... and i know this makes us sound like old fucking men i know that it does but it's just i go into the the closest thing to me is walmart so I will go into the Walmart because we need milk or we need cereal or we need whatever. And I will go into that Walmart and I make the loop every single time through the toy aisle to see if any of the new shit is out. And it never is. And over to the uh, entertainment electronics uh, collectibles area to see if anything new is out there. And when I tell you that for legit, the last six or seven months, the same eight NECA figures have been hanging in this Walmart. It's legit the same eight figures. There's two Doc Browns, there's three Frankensteins, there's like one T-1000, and like just two other random like Ninja Turtles, and like I think the Splinter and Shredder two-pack. And that's it. Hmm. That's it. That's all there ever is. There's no, like, there's not even evidence of, like, something had gotten stocked and then resold because literally nothing has ever moved on the pegs. It is in the same spot every single fucking time. How is that possible? They're understaffed. I don't Everyone's understaffed. I, but, fuck off with all that. (laughs) They shouldn't be. I don't buy that. I don't buy that shit at all. I don't. Um, I don't want to order shit online. I don't I either. I don't like doing it. I like I, going to stores and picking the thing up. But And it, then you it, have the thing. Like, I don't have to wait for it to show up in the mail. Right. I go I just, to the store the because thing. then I can grab I, thing, I the take thing. thing. Now I have thing. Thing is what I wanted. Now I, I possess it. Fucking the, the Batman, um, the Flash figures that McFarlane did there's a there's a Batman 89 there's a Michael Keaton fucking McFarlane Batman and I have not seen in my area any fucking flash merchandise at all that movie is coming out soon right like very soon nothing the Guardians of the Galaxy movie just came out last weekend that was fucking great I didn't see it. Not yet. I'm going to see it Tuesday because I have a day off of work on Tuesday. Um, but the the Guardians movie came out. The Walmart that yeah. I have to go to to get shit. Um, Flash is in 35 days. Yeah, Flash is in 35 days. Where's the product? But the Guardians of the Galaxy movie is out. There's a whole line of Marvel Legends. Nope. Not even a shelf tag where like they had them and some sweaty fuck came in and bought all of them. <laughs> like that's not even there. 
they just they just don't. And every time I go, there's an older Chinese lady that works in the toy section. And every time I go in there, she's like slightly moving things. Just like to like the front of pegs. Nothing ever gets restocked. It just gets moved up a little bit. It's very fucking weird and it's very frustrating. But it's everywhere. It's mm-hmm. so strange. Because even if you are understaffed, like, you and I can speak on this because we have both done this job. Uh-huh. Um, it's not hard to put shit out on the floor. You, you don't need a whole fucking team of people. You like two dudes. That's it. You'll, you'll be good. Whatever was it at Toys R Us? It was you and me. <laughs> we put shit out like it's a, I don't know it's fucking weird I know it makes me an old man and I hate that but it is what it is it is indeed what it is I agree well I'm I'm done alright <laughs> I don't have, I don't have anything else a, let's take a break cause we got we got 64 games to get through fuck yeah it'll be alright It'll. Be, I think some of them will be quick I think it's gonna be interesting but we need a break because, uh, in addition to being an old man about that shit, I gotta get, go get some ibuprofen for my back. So, okay. <laughs> so maybe some tiger balm. I don't know. Maybe we have that upstairs. Some icy hot. Well, while Dan goes uh, and fixes himself up, uh, <laughs> we'll take a break. You're listening to the Stone Age Gamer podcast from geekade.com. Stick around. everyone, Chris here. Podcast listening is free, but podcast creation is not. That's why the Geekade Patreon exists. In an effort to help us pay the bills, we've got a Patreon page set up where you can gain access to our monthly podcast topic schedule, get early access to many of our shows, and more. If you'd like to help support Geekade and keep these shows running week after week, head over to the Geekade Patreon page, linked in the show notes of this very podcast. Alright, I've I've we're back. I've put on my big boy pants. I'm taking charge. And he's wearing uh, the man pants. Where I'm wearing man pants, baby. You know what that means. My wife was like talking to her friends the other day and she was like, My husband said to go in the no, never mind. It's not gonna be fucking funny, it's just gonna come off as dickheadish. It was gonna I whatever, it's fine. Anyway, we're back and it is mania. So Every year uh, in March, the the sporting world is just all a Twitter about the March Madness tournament. Everybody loves it. The, the whole world, there are brackets filled out at work for people who don't know jack or shit about college basketball. They're like, oh, I picked this team because I like their logo. Like, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Everybody fucking loves the March Madness tournament. And every year around March, Chris and I go, oh shit, we should probably start thinking about our Mania tournament because we forgot about it the first time and we did it in May and Mania is a fun uh, word. I like it. So this year, 
uh, the same thing happened, and we were like, huh, we're going to do Mania in a little bit. And then last week at the end of the show, we were like, uh, what are we doing next week? I don't fucking know. Whatever. And what was it, Monday or Tuesday, where I was like, so, we're supposed to be doing Mania, right? Let me throw something together. And <laughs> that is how we have ended up at this year's Mania. Mania 2023. Um, so here's what I've done, okay? I thought this would be interesting, and it's either... Um, it's either going to be an interesting conversation that Chris ends up having with himself and by proxy all of us, or it's going to be really stupid. I have taken IGN because I wanted a somewhat reputable website. So I've taken IGN's list of top 100 NES games, and I have taken the top 64 of IGN's top 100 NES games. And I have put them into our bracket. So game number one was the first seed in the Northwest region. Game number two was the first seed in the Northeast region. Yada, yada, yada. Okay? That's how this is broken down. Now, what Chris is going to end up doing over the course of these next two episodes, though, and he is just hearing this for the first time as well, is he is not going to uh, decide which of these games is better, as in which game is a better game, we are judging these games solely on their soundtrack. Fuck. Okay. So I think this is going to lead to some interesting conversations, maybe not necessarily in the first round, because there's there's some just very clear, um, very clear winners in a lot of these, just with the way that the bracket happened to fall. But I do think we will eventually get to a point of there being some interesting conversation. And usually how we do this is I have my friend Rob be the tiebreaker. We have no tiebreaker. This is Chris making the decision. You, sir, are picking the winners and losers, and I will be here to hold your hand and walk you through it if you need additional support. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> I think you are. <laughs> we're going to find out, because if not... We're about to find an, out. It's going to be an awkward two weeks. All right, so, starting with the uh, first matchup in the Northwestern region, that would be the one seed, the very top game on IGN's top 100 NES wait, games. Wait, 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 you're keeping track of this, right? I don't have to write anything yes, down? you have to write zero things down. All right, let me lean back in my chair here, all right? That's right. Take your pants off. I put the big boy pants on. You put your, uh, you know, your little boy pants on. I don't know. Whatever no pants, pants you want to wear. Necessary. It's no my pants, basement. Just a sock. The, no <laughs> the number one game on IGN's top 100 NES games list was our number one seed, Super Mario Brothers 3. Right, that is taking that on Maniac Mansion. Soundtrack? Soundtrack. Mario 3. Just soundtrack. Yeah, right? Mario that 3. One, that one feels like a landslide victory in Super Mario Brothers 3. Super Mario Brothers 3's favor. Yeah, I mean, and I'm I, not, like, overly familiar with the Maniac Mansion NES soundtrack. I've, I've definitely heard it. Um, and it's, you know, it's not a bad soundtrack, but, like, goddamn, Mario 3's music is just, mm, chef kiss. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. And that, that's kind of what I wanted to see as we got through here of how many of the top games 
also would contain the top soundtracks. Theoretically, they should, or they might. They might. But it's I don't an know. interesting we're, prospect. I'm curious find, to see where we go. We're going to find out. There, There's an interesting matchup here in this first round that I think, uh, I don't know, I think is pretty cool. All right. Uh, do you want to do the entire Northwest, or do you want to do all the 116s first and then all the 215s? How do you want to do it? I don't care. Dealer's <laughs> choice. All right. So we're gonna just... It's not going to make a difference to me either way. You're just going to say two names, and then I'm going to choose. <laughs> I don't care where those names come from. All right, well, we're just going to stick in the Northwestern region. Uh, we're going to go with the two-seed, um, and now I cannot tell you what place it was on IGN's list. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Um, but I'm now completely out of order, so I don't remember. Uh, the two-seed in the Northwestern region for us is Castlevania Three taking on the 15-seed Rad Racer. Fuck, Castlevania Three, Right? Look, no offense to Rad Racer. Um, the... Uh... The one and two, the first and second songs in Rad Racer are great, but like Rad Racer in total has like what four songs, maybe. <laughs> Castlevania Three is kind of a fucking opus. It's it's amazing. Castlevania Three soundtrack, even the American North American NES one compared to the uh, the Japanese one, which is like yeah. had the extra sound chip and was like just completely crazy awesome. Even the NES versions is fan fantastic. So yeah, big fat big fat Harry win for Castlevania Three. This one, I am, uh, I'm already typing in the result as you're talking of the next round, uh, because our three seed, Bionic Commando, taking on our 14 seed, Tecmo Super Bowl. Bionic Commando. Yeah, I, yeah. Tecmo, I had to think Tecmo about it, but Tec- it's Tecmo got, Super Bowl's like, got good music. Tecmo Bowl. bits of music. Yeah, I like I I I'm less familiar with Tecmo Super Bowl soundtrack than I am with regular Tecmo Bowl soundtrack, which I fucking love. Um, but yeah, no, it's a it's it's Bionic Commando. All right, this might be an interesting conversation. I think you might know more about this one than I do uh, to speak about, which is why you're the one doing this. Uh, <laughs> the four seed in the northwestern region, RC Pro Am, taking on the thirteen seed Kid Nicky Radical Ninja. Fuck. All right, so RC Proham is another one that's got, let's see, it's got the title screen song, it's got the end to your initial song, yeah. and then like a ditty or two. <laughs> there's, there's basically no music in RC Proham. But Pro-Am. they're pretty good little ditties. Oh, they're great. So it's, it's David Wise. Kid Nicky, though. Um, Jeez. Uh, do I even have that one? I don't have that soundtrack. I'm trying to remember kid nikki's soundtrack it's been that is not a game i go back to that is a game i rented when i was little and it is not something that i have gone back to a bunch of times i need a refresher on that one i mean i'm gonna want to say kid nikki oh kid nikki's only got uh eight tracks um kid nikki is the 49th game on ign's list is in the top 50 of play of PlayStation of NES games, according to IGN. I don't know. Fifty is a big number. Well, see, this is actually a better matchup than you'd think because Kid Nicky also doesn't have much music. Kid okay. Nicky has three proper songs and then a bunch of jingles. Right. So that being the case, um, nothing in Kid Nicky stacks up to the title screen music from RC Pro-Am 
And when you're talking about those those jingles, you know, um do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
See, I was right. This is it. Okay, this was a good idea. I think. This I'm was a good it. idea. No, you win. Okay. This is a good All idea. Right. Let's see. Alright, so Turtles Arcade Game is a much bigger soundtrack. Um, considerably larger. Um, I love this boss music. That's the thing that I think of when I think of uh, this. But then like, you get to like Streets of New York. It's a neat tune, but it's, it's a riff on that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon theme, you know? Right. Um, when we're talking turtles in time, I feel like that would be a different conversation. This but that's is also that's super not Nintendo. on this list. Yeah, yeah that's super. That, that's 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 a different platform. I think I have to give it to Zelda Two just because of how okay. many songs in Turtles to the Arcade Game are. I mean, this has all got that great Konami house style to it. Like, their their yeah. snare drum, their specific snare drum sound, their specific instruments that they use in, in a lot of their work. Um, but it's just not as interesting, I think, overall. Because, like, when you think about Zelda 2 is almost nothing but heavy hitters. That castle yeah. theme, the palace theme? Yeah. Come deal. on. <laughs> That's like, that theme deal. alone is better than any single song in the entirety of, of turtles too. And then the final palace theme, like again, just right. out of control. Save good. Save it. Yeah. You're going to need it for later rounds. Save okay. It. Okay. Yeah. You're good. So I, I agree. That one. I agree. I just, I felt like I needed to justify that one because like we're talking big number difference. Like the turtles yeah. two soundtrack is what? 24 tracks and Zelda two is Zelda two. Seven or eight. Oh, that's more. That's fourteen. That was fourteen. Oh, more than yeah. I remembered. But oh, a lot of her jingles. You know, you got you got level up and palace yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a handful of jingles, like actual songs. You're talking the title, the overworld battle town, palace, final palace, uh, inside a house, uh, the boss music, dark link. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's got to go to Zelda too. All right. The uh, the seven ten matchup that we have here uh, is just an absolute bloodbath. <laughs> it was nice of Jackal the ten seed to show up, but taking on Castlevania two, they just ne- <laughs> it just never stood a chance. Oh man, you're pitting Konami versus Konami on that one. I, like, sure, but oof, I, that it's just the way it fell. I did not. I literally went in order of the top sixty four games and went. One, 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 two, 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 two. That's just what I did. I mean, that uh, that Castlevania 2, without question. Yes, you're right. It's Castlevania 2, but, like, don't minimize the soundtrack to Jackal. Because, again, no, we're, talking that, dope. we're talking that, like, Konami house-style sound. I love the sound of classic Konami NES stuff. And this is, it's not their finest work, like, by no stretch, but there's sure. some really, really solid tracks in there. But fuck Castlevania 2, man. Silence of Daylight. That's all. That's all you need to hear, hear out of me. You're, Love you're, that song. You're gonna have you're gonna have a hard time next week. I apologize. All right, our final matchup in the Northwest region. Uh, this, I think, I think I know where you're gonna go with this one. Um, I would be willing to bet money of where you're gonna go on this one. Uh, but the eight seed Adventure Island taking on the nine seed Batman the video game. Batman. Without question. Yeah, not even close. Yeah. Oh, look, Adventure Island for NES is a neat game, but it's... Sure. Uh, but we're talking soundtrack. 
yeah again it's like okay okay it's it's all right i'm trying to even i'm trying to even look up the original adventure island soundtrack there it is hudson's adventure island i haven't listened to this yeah. soundtrack in forever but it's like it's it's good catchy stuff right this is some really nice classic hudson i don't think sure. it's the same music as wonder boy like i do I think, don't think this it has, is either i do think the nes game has some unique music and it's but solid that stuff game that batman god soundtrack. that batman soundtrack is fucking nuts and there's your yeah. um there's your naoko kodaka if i'm not mistaken that was uh i would not uh yeah, imagine that's, that's, that you are that's naoko kodaka and uh hara nobuyuki I'm not less familiar with Haru Nobuyuki's work, but uh, Naoka Kodaka, I'm 90% sure, was on Batman. Uh, Batman. The video game. Uh, 1989 for NES. That was, yeah, primarily Naoka Kodaka. And, like, that is, like, his Fester's Quest, for, Fester's Quest work, thumbs up. Uh, this is, like... <laughs> This this game's even just the streets of Gotham City. You don't even need to go yeah, any further than just you don't. the streets of Gotham City. That song is a killer. Oh, I'm excited this is going well. All right, we are moving over to the Northeast region again, just in in, in an absolute bloodbath <laughs> in this first matchup. The the second the number two game on IGN's list of any top 100 NES games, The Legend of Zelda. Okay. Our one seed in the Northeast region, taking on the 16 seed in the Northeast region, Kung Fu. Ah, that's not even fair. It's not. No, it's it's a Kung Fu's entire soundtrack is. <laughs> I know it's the whole soundtrack. I, and that, but and that's the thing. Like as I'm typing this up, I was like, "Wow, that's just not even a conversation." It's, it's kind it's of not. silly to even put it on there. But I didn't want to start picking and choosing. Of like, okay, well, I'll just move down a number. This is the top. I just picked the the top sixty four games on their list. On 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 for Kung Fu for NES. I don't even have it separated by tracks. The yeah. entire soundtrack I just have it a single track at forty seven seconds long. <laughs> That's all there is to the game, <laughs> and it's and a it's great good little stuff. Bit. It's, it's a great good little stuff, ditty. Yeah, but man, no the, Legend yeah, of Zelda. Well, you're gonna need to talk about that more. So say, save your thoughts. Well done. Uh, because you'll need it for next week. Our two seed in the Northeast region, Metroid, taking on the 15 seed. Perhaps there is a conversation here. Maybe not. I don't know. The 15 seed, Mega Man 6. There is indeed a conversation there. Mega Man 6 is a better soundtrack than I think a lot of people give it credit for. Mega Man Six, uh, obviously, it's got it's got one of the best stage select themes uh, in the entire series. The stage select mm-hmm. theme is fantastic. Um, let's see, Blizzard Man's great. Flame Man stage is phenomenal. Flame Man stage is another like that is top tier Mega Man music. Uh, Centaur Man's okay. Uh, Night Man stage again okay. This is a really good soundtrack. Mega Man Six is really solid. The Konami thing about didn't or not Konami, Capcom did not miss with the soundtracks on Mega Man games because even with your, what you're saying, like Centaur Man is okay. What the re- what that sentence is in context is Centaur Man is okay for a Mega Man song. 
if that yeah. song was in any other game, it'd be one of the best game game songs. But but the bar was so fucking high with Mega Man music. However, but Metroid. This is Hirokazu Tanaka, easily one of my favorite game composers. That title screen. Oh, it the it's been reprised over and over and over again, and that original NES title screen is is just it's it's so iconic. Same with the Brinstar theme, and not I just I don't not know just, that there is a title screen in a video game that does a better job of setting the mood and the tone of the game you are going to play. Legend of Zelda. Than the Metroid. I I don't know that that's better than Metroid's. I, I personally think that it is. I personally think that even, I think as if you're just talking about music, then it's a conversation. But as far as like the actual title screen itself, like Legend of Zelda was, it was, it was earth shattering because you turn that thing on and you're used to seeing everything up to that point, including Metroid, a title, right? There's your title. And here's like, right. Metroid's got some twinkly stars. Legend of Zelda has the glowing Triforce and a functioning waterfall. And then it turns from day to night with this super eerie it's, it's that flute sound. It's, it's, it's unbelievably great. important yeah. and just such a huge step forward, even over uh, Metroid and Kid Icarus, which came just before, like those three games, Metroid, Kid Icarus, and Legend of Zelda, was Nintendo coming out of the gate and being like, "This is what video games are going to be now." Right, and they changed everything. We're and those important here, those title screens were like they were pretty earth shattering. And I, Kid Icarus is a distant third. Metroid is was phenomenal, but again, it's just backdrop of stars which is very appropriate for the game that was attached to but legend of zelda was like you are about to go through some shit (laughs) the legend of zelda was like yeah so just we're just just talking music music. that's that's different conversation we're just talking music i'm listening to the britain star theme right now um the norfair norfair hits you with that really like it sounds hot and desperate you know crates theme oh my god the crates theme is this is a closer call than it should be but i have my heart has to give it to metroid just because the there's less of it and the stuff like zebatite uh and even torian like it's not much of music but the heavy hitters hits hit harder than anything in six does so i think it has to go to metroid all right that's that's kind of where I was leaning to, but Mega Man Six, it, it it's very close. Yeah, that's a valiant a, a valiant battle. Now, if we were talking two or three, that's a much harder conversation. But I'm sure we'll, those are going to we'll happen. Get there, we'll get there. All right, this one I think is going to be super interesting too, and I don't know where I fall on this one. I I think I I have I know which way I'm leaning, but our three seed in the Northeast region, Ducktales taking on the 14 seed ghosts and goblins oh ducktales that's not even close you don't think it's even close i thought it was maybe closer well look that. ghosts and goblins like that one theme is pretty great but the rest of that see like we're talking about the nes port of ghosts and goblins this is micronics yeah. doing yeah, their micronics thing it's extremely hollow there are really good melodies in there that it was taken from the arcade original but like the NES game 
it's fine as far as like being a soundtrack, but like fucking DuckTales soundtrack, that's top tier. That's, that's actual, that's, that's when Capcom was like, never mind, we don't need Micronics, we're going to make our own games. And that's when they started getting the real serious shit, you know? Yeah. Um, your 1942, your, uh, uh, whatever the fuck game we're just talking about that i've already forgotten the name of ghost and goblins uh that kind of stuff like no that that's just all right not even the same league all right uh this one i think is a really weird matchup but uh in the spirit of what this is it's just where it fell the four seed uh it excite bike against the 13 seed shadow gate fuck now, if you beat me over the head with Shadowgate's music, I wouldn't be able to tell you it was Shadowgate. And Shadowgate's like, Shadowgate's got much. a good soundtrack. It's Excite not my favorite. Not the Excitebike's got is... almost no music. It's got one of my favorite jingles for like winning first place. It's good. Is it better than Shadowgate? I I know nothing about Shadowgate, so I haven't. This is not a game I'm overly familiar with, but we did. Um, uh, we did. Uh, we covered it on a wave back. Um, Jesus it was 2019 episode 76. Um, and I remember really enjoying it. Like, so I'm I'm listening to like pieces of it here. It's got to go to Shadowgate just on sheer yeah number of quantity quality. Like Excitebike has. Again, almost no Next music. Next to nothing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's got to go to Shadowgate. All right, I just got to spell Shadowgate right because I I wrote Sahadogate, um, which is a very different game. All right, I I think this one is also a uh, an absolute bloodbath here. Uh, Super Mario Brothers two against Metal Storm, the five against the twelve. Ah, oh, Metal Storm. Metal Storm's oh. great. I don't want to knock Metal Storm out that quick, but Mario 2 beats the shit out of it. It's just, it's a bloodbath. It's an absolute... I, the Mario Brothers 2 soundtrack might be my favorite out of all the three NES ones. Like Metal Storm's a cool-ass game. Music's it's not a cool strong game. suit. It's, 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 the music's not, it's not decent. Bad. No, yeah, it's not bad. The music's solid, but, like, God, Mario 2? Come on. Yeah. All right, let's jump down to the uh, the six taking on the eleven. I think this is also an interesting matchup because our six seed is Blaster Master. Our eleven seed is Crystallis. And while oh you and I did not like that game, the music is quite good. The music's stellar, but it's not Blaster Master. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah no. I mean, <laughs> I, sp- I mean i guess i'm probably biased but i do think that every song in blaster master is a fucking masterpiece it's just yeah. oh, the, the music in that so game is, mm, the music in that game is really some of the why i love that game so much it's every single area has just got these crazy crazy tunes and they sound so good the instrument choices on all of them are just they're they're offensively good. You just like you just want to I, shake them up there. What are you doing? How dare you? Again, At the time this came out, seriously, when this came out, you're again, you're going up against. Me, oh, come on. Let me suggest that you save all of that argument because next week, oh boy. All right, our seven seed Metal Gear 
taking on the 10 seed Life Force. Ooh. God, I love the Metal Gear sounds. You go Konami against Konami again. Look at I, you. It, yeah. That's what Life happened. Force. I mean, my gut reaction to this being the Metal Gear whore that I am uh, had nothing to do with it. It's Metal Gear hands down. But then I don't, I can't think of like standouts from the Life Force soundtrack for me. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all it's solid. There. I played I played more Metal Gear than Life Force. And like, I'm listening to Life Force soundtrack right now, and it is great. It's, again, more wonderful Konami. But like, God, but Burn in the Wind, anything... I know that song. Burn in the Wind, do, that's do, a winner. Do, but do, yeah, do, Metal Gear. Do, do, and I know, like, you think about that, the, the woods, the, when you start the game. Do, 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 do. Like that's great, but like man, once you get to Outer Heaven, the indoor song it's so good. is so perfect. It that, that so killer good. bass line is just hmm. Mm. This might yeah. be the nerdiest episode we've ever done. Yeah. I'm I'm very happy with how I, this I, is going. All right. I love it. Yeah, Metal Gear. Metal Gear's the pick. All right. No offense this to Life Force. No, sure. Again, I believe we have just an an absolute slaughtering a but come on, they're children, I think, is like really the way that this one is going. The 8-seed Mega Man taking on the 9-seed Gradius. Or Gradius, okay. however you want to say it. Gradius, refresh my soundtrack. So we're talking Mega Man 1. Yeah. But, I, come on. And Gradius 1. Come on. This isn't a conversation. Sorry, I just I'm running through a quick uh, refresher right. on Gradius. It's all right. I just need to be sure because my gut still tells me Mega Man One because Mega Man 100%. One has some of my favorite songs in the series, even though they don't they don't match. That soundtrack is so different from every other Mega Man soundtrack. It but is. like Elect Man Stage. Come I on, Elect Man Stage is one of my favorites. It's just one of my favorite the video game songs. I listened to Ollie's cover of that. All the time. I listen to yeah. a, a great OC remix cover of that that I listen to to go to sleep at night. Like, it's it, it's so good. Bomb Man stage. I mean, I've already typed Mega Man, and I don't yeah, really much Man. care what you have to say. I went through, <laughs> yeah, I went, Gradius, I went through Gradius. I'm still typing it's, Mega Man. I went through Gradius. Gradius does so, is such an important NES game. It really it's is. Huge. But uh, it's, uh, but that's not what again, we're... considering it's time. Um, but the soundtrack is definitely not this is not Konami firing on all cylinders yet when it comes no. to the soundtrack. It doesn't have that distinct sound. Like Life Force, soundtrack-wise, I think, tears this right. one in half. Yeah. No. Yep, yeah, no, Mega Man. It's definitely Mega Man. All right, that wraps up the Northeast region, creating just some, some fucking chef's kiss matchups <laughs> for next week. Oh, I'm, so, I'm, I'm very excited. All right, we are jumping down into the Southeast region now where we have the third overall game on IGN's top 100 NES games list, the original Super Mario Brothers, our one seed in the Southeast region, taking on the 16 seed, Gargoyles Quest 2. Oh, shit. I'm not overly familiar with Gargoyles Quest 2. Because, you know, nobody is. <laughs> <laughs> because nobody played that fucking game. 
It's like it one of the rarest NES games. It was a Game Boy game on the NES at the end of its life. Or like end of its life at Jace, right? Like it wasn't exactly the end of its life, but a sequel to a Game Boy game featuring it was the fucking nineteen ninety two. Like Yeah, that's it Super NES was out, you know? Genesis was eighty nine. Like, come on. Uh jeez, I don't I don't know this one all that well. But I mean if you walk up to most people our age and just if you're talking at- iconic, there's no question. The question is right. which one's well, better. But I mean Yeah, I mean that's fair. I was just gonna but say there's like, a, what, there is a you re- walk up like, to right, anybody look. and just go do 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 and they fucking know what you're talking about. Of course, because it's, it's fucking iconic. Good. It's also a pretty genius piece of music. But when you think about the other songs that are in there, like the underwater theme for Super Mario Brothers, is is really really good song. And the actual Super Mario Brothers theme itself is is a complex masterpiece. Like that song's amazing. And, um, and that that might be the most important piece. And I know that's not what we're talking about, but it actually might be the most important piece of video game music ever written. Because that oh, I think is what question. reintroduced the world to video games. I'm listening to the Gargoyles Quest 2 soundtrack right now, which is quite good. Um, but I don't think there's anything here that stands up to just the pure genius that is the Super Mario Brothers theme. So yeah, I think it has to go to Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. It's a so conversation too. to be had. Maybe if I listened to it and really studied it properly further, but, you know, we don't have that kind of time. I, I got to go with my gut. My gut says Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. That seems fair. All right. Good music, this ne- though. This next one, I think, is uh, maybe interesting. I don't know that it is um, because <laughs> I'm not. No, I actually don't think it is. I'm just trying to sell it. Um, our number two seed. Uh, in this region is Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. However, it is taking on the 15 seed, Rygar. Just music. Hmm. 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 Now, are we judging this based on, like, am I also factoring in how well the music is used in the game? Uh, You factor whatever you need to factor. I this is tough because of how little music is in Mike Tyson's Punch Out. That but said, man, is it iconic? It is extremely iconic, and it is used so well. When you knock somebody down, and or when you get knocked down, those yeah. songs bleed in to that. You know the intensity of the actual bout theme so brilliantly. Again, especially considering the game's age. Uh, but Rygar is. When I mentioned, you know, Zelda, Kid Icarus, and um, uh, Metroid, that was, that's like, that's NES's 1987 right there. Rygar was in there. Rygar, yeah. Castlevania uh, were the earlier games from 1987, even before Nintendo cemented that big shift in game design for the NES. Um, yeah. And Rygar is extraordinary. But Rygar only has, I think, a couple of extraordinary songs. Like, there's that one... Like that, that's the Rygar song. But not only anything else in Rygar is extraordinarily standout as far as the music goes, it's a lot of very kind of drony, uh, 
sadish type of music. Like it works, but it's not extremely standout. So, yeah, not Rygar. All right, punch out. Moving on. Yeah, punch out wins that one. That's a good matchup, though. It's it it's is an a interesting good matchup. interesting matchup. Um, but yeah, I think I think that has to go to punch out. Just it's what's there. I think does the job better. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right. The three seed in the southeast region. Uh, my eyes are going crossed here. I'm, this, I think, is, is going to be an interesting one as well. The three seed, the original Final Fantasy, taking on the 14 seed, Double Dragon 3. Oh, fuck. Right? Double Dragon 3's got some good stuff on it. That's not as good as 1 and 2. Double Dragon 3, the Sacred Stones, starts off really good. The Sacred Stones, man. That's good stuff. I have not listened to the original Final Fantasy soundtrack in forever. I mean, you've got the prelude that's been there forever. Oh. God damn. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Final Fantasy. I'm sorry, I'm like five tracks in, and I'm like, fuck, ev- all five of these are bangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is... Every one of these is good. Everybody can get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, Double Dragon 3, you have a great soundtrack, but you are not Final Fantasy. You are not Nobuo Uematsu. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Jumping up to the four seed River City Ransom taking on the 13 seed Dr. Mario. Oh, no. Oh, don't do that to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, again, wait till next week, Chris. You are not looking at what I'm looking at. And you're going to be we better. There's no we cannot have an opening segment next week. That's with fine. the amount of debate you're going to have to have. All it's going to be is me talking about Tears of the Kingdom, and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, let's do the opening segment for next week now. Tears of the Kingdom, good. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Covered. Let's get to work. Uh, so, Dr. Mario, Fever, the menu theme, the title screen, and Chill. That's basically the soundtrack. There's like... Yeah. A, you know, there's like a, you know, the versus victory, uh, the ending, which really isn't all that great of a song, but like title menu fever chill. It's pretty fucking <sighs> great. Pretty fucking great. What are we up against again? River city ransom. River city ransom. All right. So river city ransom. <laughs> that one. Ah, uh, sorry. Come on. Soundtrack show up here. All right. River city ransom. Main theme. See, and how did I know that I didn't even have to prepare you for this because I knew you would either know it or have it ready to go? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just diving into my iTunes here. God, that main theme from River City Ransom. It's, it is so good. And it's weirdly, like, of a similar, like, almost, almost like classic surf rock to, like, Kind of like uh, Dr. Mario's uh, Fever, you know? Yeah. They're not entirely dissimilar. Um, my question is, is there anything else from 
River City Ransom that hits as hard as those other tunes because they both have probably around the same. Like, all right, so if I'm looking at menu theme, basic version, yeah. compare one to one here. Menu theme, Dr. Mario has the menu theme hands down. Menu theme in River City Ransom is kind of annoying. The sure. password is pretty decent, but again, I don't think it takes cover, overtakes the menu theme. Uh, Cutscene. This is not better than the ending scene, ending music from Dr. Mario, so Dr. Mario still has it. Okay. Uh, if I had to choose between Fever and, like, the basic running around music, that's a real t- close call. I think I might actually choose running around. As much as Fever is one of my favorite songs, the NES version is missing part of the song that the okay. Game Boy version doesn't, that the Game Boy version has. So it's like kind of incomplete and fucking running around that main theme from River City Ransom is, it goes so much harder than it needs to. <laughs> the final fight is good. The twin, it's got the double dragon theme in it. This is a really close call. I think it has to go to Dr. Mario. That's where I thought you were going to end up. I thought this was going to be a, a, a pretty big upset here as I was typing these out. The 13 a, seed taking down the 4 seed. It's a bitch because, like, it's really, really super close. But, like, I think River City Ransom has more mundane songs in it. And the standout, the standout for me personally is the, uh, the, the main theme. Right. Uh, but... I think the combination of the other ones are just strong enough to take out, you know, to take out what River City Ransom has to offer. I, I, it's a tough one, but I think the, I think the winner is Iptanaka. All right. The, uh, the five seed Castlevania taking on the 12 seed Vice Project Doom. Yeah, Castlevania. Yeah, that's not a conversation to have. You're stacking up Castlevania against almost anything we've even talked about today. It's barely a conversation. Original Castlevania and the S soundtrack, that's going to be hard to beat. This one, another one where I think we we have another candidate that could possibly win the whole thing, uh, which would be our 11th seed in this matchup. The 6th seed, Bubble Bobble, taking on the 11th seed, Ninja Gaiden 2. Ninja Gaiden 2. Yeah. Bubble Bobble is great. Lo, that that song's one of the most iconic songs in the whole damn system, but like that's all it has. <laughs> but that's it. You got one Ninja great Gaiden song and a couple is... of shorter ones. Ninja Gaiden 2 is like, ah, that's another it's one I have on vinyl. That's yeah. That's that's outstanding. That is a collection of that the music in that tells so much of the story. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. All right. This one I don't know that you know a ton about our 10 seed. But I know you know a ton about our 7 seed, and that would be Kirby's Adventure taking on the 10 seed Dragon Warrior 5. Dragon Warrior 5 wasn't released in North America. No? No. Dragon Warrior 1 through 4 were North America. 5. No fucking talk. Dragon Warrior 5 is number 39 on the top NES games. I have zero frame of reference for it. I've never, I've never played it. Um, no, it it is. I am looking at the North American box art, released in 1992. You're, <laughs> Dragon this Warrior, was the, 
Or no, it says Dragon Warrior 4 on the box art. They wrote Dragon Warrior 5. Yeah, I was going to say, right. it's Dragon, Dragon Warrior 5 4. did okay. not come out in North America. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not looking... for the DS one. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the box art. It says 4. The title, though, says Dragon Warrior 5. Is that a weird, like... No, it says no. 5 all throughout, or 4 all throughout their fucking... Okay, they just fucked up, and I didn't double-check it. So, Dragon Warrior 4. I still don't think it makes any difference. Yeah, what was it up against again? Oh, Kirby's, Kirby's Adventure. Adventure. Yeah, um, no. See, the thing about Dragon Warrior is uh, it's got a really great main theme, and uh, at least and for my it. money, most of the other music isn't, like, really great. It's fine, but it's not Final Fantasy for that reason. Right. Like, yeah. It, it, and that the was one of the things film. that held it back from being Final Fantasy in this country for so long. I, yeah, I would imagine so. Probably, yeah. You know, that the, that the weird marketing for it, you know, they kept well, trying to that, sell it yeah. as something that it wasn't. Yeah, um, that was a little strange. But also, that that doesn't take away from the fact that the the soundtrack in Kirby's Adventure is truly amazing. It's really, good. <laughs> it's yeah. really, really, really uh, in involved. It's 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 quite impressive for a number of reasons. Um, especially that final boss music is like wow. So yeah, Kirby's Adventure. All right. Sorry, Dragon Quest bring, 4. Dragon Warrior That brings 4. us to our uh, our last matchup in the Southeast region. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a competition, but maybe you know more than I do. Our 8-seed Micro Machines taking on our 9-seed, a game I actually... Uh, it's one of those ones that I haven't played in so long, but I know you love. I'm going to go back and I think try and do it again this summer, and that would be Star Tropics. Oh, yeah. Look, Micro Machines is a, Micro Machines is a surprisingly good game. It's a surprisingly um, good game with a decent soundtrack, but it's not. Yeah, Star no, Tropics, it's right. It, it, yeah, it's well. It, it, there's not much to it. There's like a handful yeah. of like ditties, uh, besides the title screen and the menu music, and then there's a handful of like kind of obnoxious ditties. Uh, Star Tropics is a great soundtrack. So yeah, that's uh, that's Star Tropics. That's that kind of it doesn't blow it out of the water per se, but it definitely a. Uh, Smacks it over the head and steals his lunch money. All right. Well, we now go into the Southwest region with the fourth best game on IGN's top 100 list. This, I think, is going to be perhaps the most difficult, and unless I am misremembering, which I am now tired uh, and my back still hurts. So maybe I am. Um, Because, again, old. The number one seed in the Southwest region fucking Mega Man 2 <laughs> taking on the 16 seed Iron Sword Wizards and Warriors oh, 2 no. this I think <sighs> is the most difficult there's one other matchup in here that I think is really hard this one I think is the most difficult one to pick it's uh, it's Mega Man 2 it is right, like because that's my gut. But I it, don't Mega Man know Two that that's takes right. it. I, I think Mega Man Two takes it on numbers, right? So this okay. is David Wise, not, really, really fantastic stuff. There's a certain degree of unfinishedness to some of the music in Iron Sword. Also, a lot of it gets reused. Um, okay. So the Mega Man Two has it on diversity. Uh, Mega Man 2 has it on boss music. 
Um, in my, it, it, for me, Mega Man 2 is my favorite video game soundtrack of all time. It's my favorite Mega Man game of all time. It might be my favorite NES game of all time. Um, that being said, I'm not 100% sure that it's not Iron Sword. No, it, it, it's it's definitely Mega Man 2, and, and it's okay. it's less close than you'd think it is, too, just because, like, a lot and of like the I songs... like I said, maybe I'm misremembering. The songs I in Iron be. Sword that are actually different from one another, a lot of them do... They have these weird loops, like, they're just kind of unfinished. Okay. Uh, which, is, which is weird. Um, the stuff that is great, like the mountain theme from stage one, the cloud theme from stage one, even the title screen music ridiculously good. But if we're going, you know, if we're going back to back, like one-on-one title screen, the title screen music on iron swords. Great. That title screen music for of Mega Man two. Are you fucking kidding me? Like yeah. that's all time. Um, you know, the mountain stage is great. Is, is it better than all of the st- single stages in Mega Man 2? I don't think so. When it comes to diversity, Mega Man 2's... Mega Man 2 has friggin' Crash Man stage and Heat Man stage. Like, get farther away from each other stylistically, but still managing to be cohesive? No, it's Mega Man 2, and it it pains me to dismiss David Wise's work, especially on something this great as Iron Sword work, but outside of those two stage themes, which, again, they get recycled a couple of times, whereas almost no music gets recycled in Mega Man, like... Yeah, the different bosses all have different music, which is really cool. However, those things have these weird loops that don't really connect. Like the, it's almost like the songs don't properly resolve; like they're not done. So yeah, yeah, it's it's Mega Man too. All right, our two seed Dragon Warrior against the fifteen seed Super C. See now, this is where th- this is the one soundtrack from the dragon warrior series uh that i genuinely do like i like this soundtrack a lot um do you like it more than super c though no okay see the (laughs) thing is so the thing about the super (laughs) c music is super c is the kind of nes soundtrack you listen to and could almost mistake it for a super nintendo or a genesis super c's soundtrack is like it's just one of those things where you just look at konami and be like what the How hell the did you did you guys you do, this? do this? What are you what are you thinking? Absolutely, you didn't need to do this. Like you didn't. It was a sequel to Contra. You didn't need to do this. You just did because you're awesome. Yeah, Super C's got an amazing soundtrack. And as much as I like the Dragon Warrior soundtrack, no, Super C takes it. All right. Well, how do you feel about our three and fourteen matchup? Our three seed Contra, because that's how shit worked out against our fourteen seed. Wizards and Warriors. Ooh. I mean, it's Contra, but Wizards and Warriors... Another... I mean, I hate knocking out David Wise again like that, but you're, I, putting, up against, you're, you're putting up against Contra. You're gonna, get a, you're gonna get a David Wise thing here in a minute. Don't worry. Okay, good. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely Contra. That's... Um, Wizards and Warriors, again, has some really cool music, but it, like also the boss music is do 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 like which is great and i love it but it's it's yeah it's a but no it's it's definitely a contra all right um i think this might be in my opinion the most lopsided uh that is in any of these ones (laughs) that we've talked about so far 
And uh, that would be the four seed Mega Man 3 against the 13 seed Adventures of Lolo 3. <laughs> it's just not even a competition. It's Mega Man 3. It's, yeah, 100%. I don't even have to say it. Okay. But I'm going because um, I want to. This one, uh, man, when I, when, when the chips fell as they did, I was really interested to get to this particular matchup. Our five seed, Kid Icarus, one of your very favorites, uh-huh. against our 12 seed, Tetris. Wow, what an interesting matchup. Right? You've got two small soundtracks. Small, yeah, like a couple of tracks. Really. Here's what here's here's why it's Kid Icarus, because the NES okay. version of Tetris doesn't have the Tetris theme in it. Yeah. The okay. NES version that's, of Tetris has what was it a that's it's something from Nutcracker, I don't remember what exactly yeah. the song was called. Yeah. Um you know, it's got the you know, but song. It doesn't, it doesn't have the Tetris theme. <laughs> but it doesn't have the Tetris theme, so therefore like Kid Icarus kinda takes it just by default from having a bigger soundtrack and a more diverse soundtrack. Like, yeah, uh, that, that yeah. dance of the sugar plum fairies is good, <laughs> but it's, and it's Tetris. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was kid Icarus, but I, I was, if it was the game boy see. Tetris one, that's a very different conversation, but yeah. I don't think my, if you don't have that, Tetris theme with, I can't remember what the name was called. Co Cobra something. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have that theme, then you're stuck with type B. B um, B type music is great. I love that song. Sure. I think it's I, I think it's a wonderful tune, and it um, works so well in the game. It just oh, and this one doesn't even have the good type C either. The NES version of type C is this like weird fluty sounding thing. Uh, oh, yeah, whereas like yeah. I love type C on Game Boy. Like Game Boy's. Game Boy's Tetris soundtrack is so much better than the NES one. Yeah, no, it it's it's okay. Kid by a fucking mile. Okay, all right, going down to our this I fuck I have no idea. Uh, our six seed Blades of Steel against our eleven seed Clax. Oh, Blades of Steel for sure. Okay, I'm trying to remember Clax's music. Uh, fuck. God, I haven't played Klaxon forever. I was their I, competition next week, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Ultimately, I don't think. But what do I know? Klax doesn't have a ton of music. It also has the the benefit of being a fucking unlicensed Tangan release. Yeah, it's yeah, it's fucking Blades of Steel. God, Blades of Steel has such a good soundtrack. I mean, the Game Boy one went ridiculously hard for no yeah. goddamn reason but even the nes one like again it's it's almost no music because you know the matches themselves are silent but yeah. the songs that are there like God, that fucking select the team song is so good it's so good yeah it's blades of steel it's very good all right this one i think is an absolute uh bloodbath but an upset bloodbath by a, a candidate that i mean man I, i'm very excited for next week our seven seed baseball stars losing just handily <laughs> to our ten seed battle toads. Oh yeah, battle toads for sure. Yeah, say say you're gonna need your battle toads arguments. Save them for next week. All right, and here you it is own that on you. vinyl now. I <laughs> do. It's so good. You know too. exactly how good that soundtrack is. Oh, it's so good. 
That ending bit is weird, though, where it just keeps repeating itself. You were correct. It that doesn't strange... skip at the right spot. This yeah, is a swing that's... and a miss, guys. You, you didn't do I it. Get, I see what you were going for, but... You needed to move that dot a little bit, because that doesn't skip yep. to the rhythm. But, anyway, all right. This, I think, is maybe the easiest choice you've had all night. Um, and, man, yeah. Anyway, I'll save that for next week. Our eight seed... Snake, Rattle, and Roll taking on <laughs> yes. the nine seed, Falzanadu. Oh, Snake, Rattle, and Roll. Not even close. Yeah, Falzanadu's got some cool music in it, but damn. But come on now. Snake, Rattle, and Roll soundtrack is unreal. And that's David Wise, right? It sure is. Yeah, there's your David Wise. So is Battletoads. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it is. All right. I forgot that that was David Wise. Anyway. We're done. Because it's so fucking different, right? But it is. that guy can that guy can he can do all kinds of different styles. Oh fuck yeah. We, Snake roll and roll. We have gotten through the first round and I mean some not a ton of surprises here, I don't think, knowing you, knowing your sensibilities, and and just being honest about the the quality of the soundtracks. A couple close matchups, but next week is where she next gets week's real. gonna hurt. Because what, I, I've, I've, what yeah. I'm looking at is, and I'm gl- this is why I'm glad you don't write it down when we do this, because I don't want you thinking about this all week. There is some shit next week that it's is going to make hurt. me cry next week. It might. You're a bastard. It might. How dare you do this to me? This was a good idea. <laughs> I'm so happy idea. this has worked out well. <laughs> I was really unsure. I thought it would be cool, but man, I, but I mean, I'll do your, but your bit here. That's uh that's our show. Join us next week when we go into the rest of our mania for 2023. We're doing the second round. We're doing the sweet 16. We're doing the elite eight, the final four and the championship all to be decided next week. How much pain is Chris going to be in? Man, quite a bit. I gotta be honest with you. And then, I don't know what else you say. I don't pay attention past that part. Oh, shit. We're on All social, right. most social media. Uh, yeah, we're on most social media platforms. I'm still waiting for Spoutable in... to have a fucking app. Spoutable. Twitter is a literal hellscape at this point. Uh, let's see. We're on most social media platforms, and if you want to get in touch with us, we aren't very difficult to find. All it takes a quick look at our show notes, and you'll see links to our social media accounts, as well as all manner of other fun stuff, like a link to our namesake, StoneAgeGamer.com, and more useful links than you can shake a joystick at. If you'd like to get early access to this show's episodes, as well as a bevy of other shows on the Geekade Podcast Network, check out our Patreon, also linked to in the show notes. It helps keep this show running week after week, and all our patrons are loved and appreciated. This show's theme song, Squared Roots, was written by Banjo Guy Ollie. You can learn all about his wonderful music and more by following the link to his YouTube channel, also in the show notes. And finally, as always, we'd like to thank our intrepid editor, Evan, for making the show listenable for all you folks, and we'd like to thank all you folks for listening in the first place. That is it, everybody. On behalf of Dan and myself, keep playing games.